The following is a presentation of the Sovereign Tech podcast feed. You saw it in the title of this podcast. It says a taste of Q&A. Now, this is something I actually haven't done really in a long while, uh, where by request of Sovereign Tech patrons, which Sovereign Tech patrons every week at least get a uh, what I call the Wednesday Q&A, um, they will ask me, they'll say, wow, you know what, Stallion? Like that segment of that Q&A or that part of that Q&A or maybe the whole episode was just so hot. You've got to get that out there to the public. You can't leave that behind the paywall. And when they ask me to do that, well, you know, they're patrons. They control that content. Just like with a Q&A, they ask the questions. And since they control the content, sure, I'll put it out there. Now, what you've got here is a question that came from uh, SEC of the Agora podcast, which, of course, I've had the great pleasure and honor, uh, and I mean both of that, to be on many times. Uh, including our Into the Void sub-series that we do, which I know we've got more of that coming soon. Um, But SEC had asked a question in the Sovereign Tech Patreon-only Discord channel. Well, he asked one of the age-old questions. No, no, not about abortion, but close. (laughs) Did Jesus exist? And then if he did exist, what actually was he? Um, And yet we're talking about Jesus H Christ. And of course, you know, if you listen to the, or if you read the Sovereign Technica newsletter, you know that that H actually stands for Herald, but we won't go into that, at least not in this conversation. So the title of this might, might give it away, but I don't think you're going to, you'll be expecting my answer to this, uh, uh, very ancient, uh, uh, question. But I think it's a worthwhile thing to get into. The one thing I will say to you that that might entice you to listen further. And of course, I also put this out there hoping that more of you, because there's far more of you on the other side of the paywall than there are on the paying side of the paywall. uh, I hope it entices you to join us because we have tremendous conversations. Uh, The Discord is a fantastic time. That's for Patreons only. And of course, to do all of this, uh, I think the lowest is like a dollar maybe, but anyway, patreon.com slash sovereign tech link will be in the show notes. If you want to get connected because the conversation goes well beyond all of this. Um, but to entice you to listen further. So I will give you this much. I do think that a, uh, figure, a person named Jesus or, you know, Yeshua, Yeshua, some people have a bunch of different interpretations of what they want to go with on that one. But the character of Jesus that the Gospels are based around uh, did exist. But there's a whole lot of nuance around that. And I think you'll hear a theory that at least for me, uh, as somebody who holds a doctor of divinity, I mean, at least for me, I have not read or heard elsewhere. Because it's an amalgamation of different theories. And I will give, I'll, I'll give you some, uh, uh, reasons as to why I think Jesus actually did exist, uh, because it's very hard. Let's be honest. It's very hard to prove that Jesus existed. Granted, it's very hard to prove 
that even people just a little over 200 years ago existed. Even major figures, you could say, uh, revolutionary figures at that, like George Washington, right? I've brought this up many times on the main show on Sovereign Tech about the character, you know, about George Washington and what they call the wash the, you know, the Washington test or the George Washington test, which is how do you prove that somebody existed in history? Now they call it the George Washington test because it is, believe it or not, no matter how much writing is out there, it's actually very hard to prove that George Washington genuinely existed. Um, Jesus is a similar character. And I think you have to pull from, uh, I mean, there's, there's certain things you could pull from like Josephus perhaps, um, you know, or, or other sources, but I think to really get at, uh, the reality of the historical figure of Jesus, uh, there are some, uh, shall we say oddball sources that you, that you have to pull from. And there's some even that I don't mention in this Q and a, in this response to sex question, uh, which I will read the question when we get to the audio, you'll, you'll hear it. Um, there are some other sources that I, that I don't mention, uh, particular, one of the sources I don't mention that I would have, but it, for those that know, no would find is oddball. Um, I mean, uh, count St. Germain is someone I would consider a source on the existence of Jesus. Um, so you're going to want to check this out. And, and I mean, even if what I just said right there, mentioning that name, uh, intrigues you, you are in for a ride. Let me assure you. Uh, but I, you know, this is something, can anybody truly know? No, not really. But I think that there's some interesting evidence and what you can infer from that evidence, uh, is even more surprising. Um, you'll hear me mention about how actually for years I've been writing a book, uh, many chapters deep already, you know, I've been writing a book uh, about what I called the Japanese Jesus. Now I've mentioned that on sovereign tech over the years, many times it's come up and this is something that you can directly look into. And I'll mention it at the end um, of this conversation that the idea that Jesus actually, uh, escaped from the cross and escaped to Japan, had a family in Japan and that there are descendants of Jesus in Japan right now. And he is buried in his grave is in Japan. And that's, again, that's not a joke. You can look this shit up. Um, so, you know, and you could say, well, that's just like, I don't know, some kind of a, a claim that Japanese Christians want to make or whatever. Uh, well, you know, you can say that, but again, there is interesting evidence out there. And I know I've been collecting it for a very, very long time. I mean, I bring this up about the book I've been writing, you know, for many years. And again, again, it's not new. You, you heard me talk about it years ago. Um, I bring this up just to say that, okay, yes, I am, you know, known I am ethnically Jewish. Okay. Uh, but that doesn't mean I don't find the character, you know, the historical character of Jesus, a fascinating one. Or that, you know, somehow I have no place in talking about this. Uh, I, I would say absolutely not. <laughs> like, I, I have plenty of reasons to talk about this. Uh, it is somewhat of a, uh, I wouldn't even call it a minor fascination. I mean, if you're writing a book about it, how could it be minor? So I'll let this, I'll, we'll get right into it. Um, you're also going to hear some, because again, it's only a segment of the most recent Q and a that I did, which was Q and a it's Wednesday Q and a episode two fifty nine. Uh, the title of it is slightly different 
from the title of this episode. Uh, the title is your own personal property, Jesus. Now that title is different because we also got into a major conversation around property in that Q and a, um, and you'll hear me reference towards the end, this idea of a propertyless future. Um, I'm not going to go into that here. The same person who asked me to put this part about, uh, the character of Jesus out in the public also asked me to put that property conversation out in the public. And I'm debating on that one. You know, it's not, I don't know that I necessarily have said anything new in it, but we'll see. Maybe I'll put that out there. It'll be another taste of Q and a episode, but for now, enjoy this. Uh, and I mean, understand, you know, the Q and A's are very off the cuff. Um, you know, they're very informal. So expect that. Uh, but for now, enjoy that. Enjoy this around the, uh, well, as the title of this episode says, the character of Jesus Christ, super spy, not superstar, super spy. And what does that all mean? Here we go. All right. Uh, here we go. So yeah, I, 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 I want to do the Jesus one. Um, he, he had another one. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, let's do it. It says, add this one to the Q bank. Uh, what do you think about Yeshua of Nazareth? Not necessarily whether or not he was the Messiah or son of God or something, as I'm pretty sure I know your answer to that. Rather, did that person exist? Is it a specific consciousness? Was he a historical figure, maybe a peace activist or a radical of some kind? Would you chill with him as he seemed like an all right fellow? Uh, was he a psychedelic drug? <laughs> Anyway, and I'm going to read sex opinion on that, which I'm glad he gave it. I love it when he does that. So I have, you know, like I can get his opinions out there as well. Um, anyway, I responded to him in the discord channel. I said to quote, Mrs. Sovereign, Jesus is a mushroom. <laughs> of course, she's been reading uh, sacred mushroom in the cross by John Allegro as well. Um, anyway, let's see. Uh, Emperor prime said, I wouldn't doubt this conclusion about the man at all. That being Jesus is a mushroom. Um, so Sek responded with my personal opinion about Yeshua has changed over time. I was very much anti-theist, but for some reason still interested in the esoteric and not realizing the possibility of a contradiction there. And I hated Christianity, the concept of Jesus, all religions, but especially the Abrahamic and the monotheistic religions. Over the years, the historical figure of Jesus as a human radical began to seem like an all right dude. Um, and he shared a link to, uh, Jesus does the dishes, which maybe I'll put that link, um, in the, in the show notes here. Uh, he also asked a question about Antarctica, boy, that, oh, that's a huge, huge subject to get into that. I'm always happy to talk about, uh, because man, you know, if there was ever a real life Colonel Jack O'Neill, it was Admiral Byrd, baby. And anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. So <laughs> in, in the future, but for this one, let's talk about Yeshua. Um, so yeah, let's see, uh, as he asked, um, not necessarily whether or not he was the Messiah or son of God or something as I'm pretty sure I know your answer to that. Uh, yeah. So rather did that person exist? Is this a specific consciousness? So of course, Sek is referencing the, the idea of Christ consciousness, which has been more modernly espoused and modern as in like the late 20th, 21st century. Uh, this has been espoused by the likes of Eckhart, Eckhart Tolle, right? The power of is the power of now, whatever. Anyway. And, uh, like Oprah, you know, all kinds of people talk about Christ consciousness. Of course it existed even before then with like Madame Blavsky. But, uh, anyway, was he a, a historical figure, maybe a peace activist or a radical of some kind? Would you chill with him? As he seemed like an all right fellow? Was he a psychedelic drug? 
so let me address the psychedelic drug thing. Let's decompile or let, let's, de let's, yeah, let, let's, let's go through some of this. Um, okay. Was he, was he a psychedelic drug? Uh, Allegro makes a very compelling case that the Jesus narrative is just that it's a narrative and it's not a person and that it is really a, all of it, all the gospels are just coded references to this fertility ritual, which ultimately has to do with taking mushrooms. Um, so the, so, you know, Mrs. Sovereign's comment that Jesus is a mushroom. That's, that's what she's pointing at. Uh, I do not think Jesus was a psychedelic drug. I love John Allegro's work, but I think that there are a lot of points where he, I mean, he's not wrong in that Hebrew scriptures are often coded texts. I could easily argue they almost all are not all some, I, I mean, or even ones that are not coded as in they're hiding some kind of mystery, but ones that are, you know, like, like using different names and places to encode ancient Egyptian history. That's a thing. Okay. So, you know, or to code battle plans. That's a thing. We've talked about that recently or no, that was in, um, that was in, uh, what do you, what is it? You don't know Hanukkah. Is, is that what I called it? That I'd released only for patrons from the Sovereign Technica newsletter. Um, anyway, so, you know, the idea that there's like coded language, even in the new Testament, sure. Like I, I I'm, I'm totally down with that. And that's kind of Allegro's point abstract point. But when he goes beyond that, I think we run into issues. I'm not saying that Judaism, you know, even as we understood it a couple thousand years ago, wasn't a fertility cult. Uh, in fact, like the idea that, that Rabbi Akiva took mushrooms or some kind of sacred beer or something along those lines, I'm very open to that because the Bar Kokhba revolt makes very little sense. Like I get why it happened at the same time. I don't get how you dupe somebody as brilliant as Rabbi Akiva. Um, so, so I'm open to this. Okay. But Jesus being a psychedelic drug, I think we run into issues with Allegro's theory when it gets into that. Um, but okay. Was he the Messiah? Yeah. No. Uh, I think that more John the Baptist was the Messiah. I think John the Baptist existed. Okay. That that's, that's an important statement to make as far as like, you know, did Jesus actually exist? Well, let's talk about what characters actually in the new Testament did exist. Some of them we can very well prove. Uh, I mean, Paul, you know, the apostle Paul existed. Um, he, I mean, he had letters with Seneca, you know, like, like we, we I, he's, he's like, and, and it's not surprising that he wrote most of the new Testament, not the gospels, but most of the new Testament. Um, Paul existed. Okay. Uh, I think John the Baptist existed. Um, and, and part of that comes down to like his lineage is honestly better kept or his genealogy. But anyway, uh, okay. So, <laughs> so we got that. Um, now the story of Jesus that I, that I find like the most compelling or some of the most compelling, and there are a few, one is, uh, the idea, the theory that John the Baptist was actually the prophesied Messiah. And when John the Baptist was killed by Herod, Jesus had his cousin had to step in. Okay. So this idea that Jesus is the cousin of John the Baptist and might have been a part of an offshoot, uh, a sect of Judaism, say like the Essenes perhaps, or the Dead Sea community. And those aren't necessarily the same thing. 
uh, I'm very, I'm very open to this. Very, very open to this. Okay. That that was a person that actually existed. Um, you know, and there was a reason for his existence. Okay. Uh, was he a peace activist or a radical of some kind? Now, now, now you ask a really great question. Okay. Would I, would I chill with him as he seemed like an all right fellow? Uh, I'd be intrigued to, I, I guess I would chill with him if I thought he existed, but let, let's, let's talk about this. So, uh, or is Christ a specific consciousness? Yeah. See, oh God, this is such a big subject. Fuck. <laughs> All right. I want to touch on, was he a historical figure, maybe a peace activist or a radical of some kind. Now there's another theory that's been out there for a little while that I also think is very compelling. Okay. And that is that Christianity, the story of Jesus was a construct by Julius Caesar to quell Jewish revolt, which would eventually happen anyway. Of course, not under him, but it would eventually happen anyway with the aforementioned Bar Kokhba revolt uh, in the first century CE. Okay. Now this is the evidence for Christianity being a creation of Julius Caesar is very compelling. Uh, and, and it's hard to debunk. Honestly, because it's hard to prove that Jesus existed in any way. I'll get into the evidence of why I think he did, but let, let's, let's just, let's keep going with this. Now, I think you could have a, and, and here's where all of my, I'm going to have all my theories kind of come together. Again, the evidence for Caesar, uh, and, and there's a whole documentary that I recommend you watch about this. It's it, again, very compelling. And I've talked about it on Q and A's like years ago, say like 2019, I think it might've been the evidence that Christianity was created by Julius Caesar. Here's where I'm actually going to put all this together and kind of answer the question. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think Christ is a specific type of, uh, of, of consciousness necessarily. Okay. Um, the reason that I, all right, here, let, let, let's answer this. The reason that I think Jesus did exist. Okay. And I'm open to that. He didn't, but the reason I think he did exist. A, I think John the Baptist existed. Okay. Um, and I think that again, it is debatable as Josephus's, uh, Flavius Josephus's like, uh, you know, his comment about Christ, like, yeah, it looks like that got kind of shoehorned in squeezed in. Okay. But the idea, there's an idea based upon Josephus's writings that Josephus himself was a disciple of John the Baptist. And so, you know, you, you have some, some degrees of association that happen here where, okay, John the Baptist existed, but we're pretty sure John the Baptist died when Herod, you know, put the ax on him, you know, head on a silver platter. And then, you know, you, you have Josephus writing about Christ. And so, but like somebody had to take over, become the leader of that sect of Judaism, whatever that was. And it wasn't, and, and I mean, and you can see this in the gospels, like, constant, um, uh, 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 ideological battle with the Sadducees and the Pharisees, right? Those two Jewish sect, Jewish sects. So, so this third or fourth or fifth sect, whatever. Okay. Um, needed a leader and someone must've stepped up to the plate at the time. Um, and not only that, here's, here's the beauty. So here, here's the theory I want to lay on you. Okay. Wait, 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 sorry. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> So Josephus, his admission that there was a Jesus, like this idea, I mean, it's an inclusion, but it is still there. And again, 
the strong connection to John the Baptist makes it a lot more interesting. Um, a book I do recommend reading that I've mentioned many times is the Hiram Key Revisited, which makes an excellent historical case for the existence of John the Baptist and by proxy Jesus. Okay. Now, or Yeshua of Nazareth, right? Now, um, and because this is going to get weird on you. Okay. For two reasons. My other evidence that I think is, is really, really strange. I do think now everybody talks about the gospel of Q or a lot of people talk about the gospel of Q, which is okay. Matthew, Mark and Luke, maybe not John, but Matthew, Mark and Luke, those three gospels read very similar. It's almost like there was a source text. Okay. Um, and I agree. And, and, you know, most Bible scholars, you know, would, would agree with that. Um, so I would argue, I think that that gospel of Q, that source text, or that more about the life of Jesus is out there and it is found in other works. And these other works are very strange works. One of them being the Urantia book, which part four of the Urantia book, which please just go to Wikipedia. Okay. I, I again, we're, we're, we're running, we are going to end up doing an hour and a half episode. <laughs> okay. But I want to get into this. So the Urantia book, when you read especially part four of that. I mean, I've always said the Urantia book, if I were to believe that there was ever a book written by aliens, that would be the one. The Urantia book reads so much like a biography. Like it reads so much like, like someone was there and seeing this happen. It is so fucking well done. And not only that, it would also appear in like, say desire of ages, right. By, by Ellen white of the Adventists and, and Adventists and the Urantia book actually have some connecting threads which makes me wonder, okay, who had access to what, uh, ancient texts here, but anyway, that nobody else necessarily might've had access to. Okay. Anyway, uh, the, the part four of, or book four of the Urantia book is also incredibly compelling. I know I keep using that word, but that it's the best way to describe it. Um, and so that's one of the things that lends me to believe, no, there's this guy named Jesus who was actually walking around um, at the time. Okay. Now here's where things get interesting. Here's where things get genuinely weird. All right. So again, the evidence for Jesus comes more from John the Baptist, as well as extant sources that could have come from, um, you know, ancient texts that could be the texts that say the gospels were based on. Okay. So there's, there's a short version of that. Now, like I said, the evidence is also compelling that the Romans invented Christianity. Okay. And how could they do it? Well, the Romans, you know, were very much in control of Egypt, um, and the roots of Christianity with Egyptian religion, um, are not to go unnoticed. The work of Ahmed Osman is phenomenal. This is you know, more incredible work that I, you know, that I think shows that off. Um, and, and it goes far beyond Ahmed Osman as far as like the association between Christianity and, uh, and Egyptian religion as in, you know, more polytheistic style Egyptian religion not necessarily like the monotheism of Akhenaten. That's a different story. That's a separate situation. Okay. So what happened, what I would argue happened here is John the Baptist gets offed and a guy gets planted into this Jewish rebellion named Jesus. And he's COINTELPRO. Like 
he, he, or he's, he's a, like the rogue candidate program, right? Like he's, he's actually working for the Romans. Okay. Um, and you know, and then like this whole religion kind of like starts getting built around him, this religion of peace and everything. And it's all just to quell the Jewish revolt that would, like I said, would eventually happen anyway with the Bar Kokhba revolt. Um, and maybe Jesus started buying his shit or, or what? Um, but I think it's interesting. And especially when you read like book four of the Urantia book that Jesus notice he does, you know, even though his disciples were, they're ready. And this just proves that like really his disciples were part of a Jewish revolution or a Jewish rebellion. His disciple, Peter was ready to start hacking ears. He does. He, he hoax a Romans, you know, hacks off a Roman's ears. They're ready to go to swords. And take on the Romans. No, you're not taking our leader, motherfucker. Right? So, but, but Jesus says, oh, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. Even though he, oh, he's ready to whip his own people in front of the temple for selling shit. But, oh, no, don't, no, don't, don't touch the Romans. Don't attack the Romans. Kind of sounds like a guy who's actually working for him. Working for the Romans. So, and, and, and of course, you know, then, then, you know, Jesus gets offed and really like, like the, you know, this, this rebellion. And I don't know, you know, maybe, maybe at the time Pontius Pilate was like, okay, yeah, good enough. Like we've quelled this rebellion. We're fine. But then the Barcopa revolt happens, you know, decades later. Um, but like, we're not, we're fine. We're fine. We're good. We, we stopped this. Okay. Let's off our agent, you know? And, and then this whole religion kind of continues, religion of peace continues out of it. Um, and, and it's important to keep in mind that like, I mean, note, you know, primitive Christianity, early Christianity was an ascetic religion as in people weren't having kids. Okay. You know, you, you like people weren't owning shit and they weren't having kids. So you ended up with a religion that was keeping the Jews from breeding and keeping the Jews from owning things, keeping the Jews from being competition to the Roman empire. So is Jesus a plant? Is he, is he, is he an operative, a secret agent for the Romans? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that if there's, if Jesus existed, that's to me, what makes the most sense. That's the theory that makes the most sense. Now I've never, let me, let me be clear here. This is completely based on my work. I don't know if there's a, like I've never typed into YouTube. In fact, I, maybe I could do it now. You know, I've never typed into YouTube or into Google or, you know, any search engine was Jesus a secret agent for the Romans. I don't know if anybody's ever said that before. I'll lay it out here, but that's, that's my opinion. And I think the evidence, what evidence we have, uh, and again, it's hard enough to prove that Jesus existed, but what evidence we do have, that's the most likely. Um, but again, you know, did Jesus like actually, you know, I mean, we, we could debate over whether, you know, did Jesus actually like buy into his, you know, like, his messianic role and everything. Um, maybe, you know, <laughs> and, and, and that's why he had to be off or was it just like, yeah, all right, we, we, we got to take our agent out. I mean, that's, you know, that that's well today in espionage, it's common practice. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I can't really, you know, I can't really say on that. Uh, I find it interesting, you know, that you have characters or you have people like Thomas Jefferson, you know, who do the life, uh, what is it? The life of Jesus Christ, where he went through, like four different 
translations of the gospels to try and like boil down uh, the, the sayings of Jesus and the life of Jesus to an actual character. Um, and that's a very interesting read. I think that's another thing where you do still end up with an interesting narrative when Jefferson does that. Um, and, you know, he says, oh, it's this beautiful moral code and, and whatever, which still gets to, I mean, this plays off of, I mean, I could even get conspiratorial about that because this plays off of, you know, look, when I was talking earlier about how American notions of property are skewed, are fucked up and are actually like anti-freedom and they are because keep in mind, the founding fathers were not interested in freedom. They were not about freedom. They were about not paying taxes and giving more shit to King George. That's what they were about. They, they, again, th their issue was, you know, you heard me say this in the Sovereign Technic newsletter recently, like their issue wasn't taxes. Their issue was taxation without representation. They still thought taxes were great. You know, why is uh, the right of exclusion part of American property rights? Why? Because that's what these assholes wanted. They wanted the plebes to stay the fuck off of their land. So, you know, Thomas Jefferson putting out there, you know, the, the, these high moral ethics from Jesus, which again, quelled one revolution before gee whiz. You trying to stop the whiskey rebellion this time, Jefferson, what's the deal? And Hey, I'm a pacifist. <laughs> you understand? I'm not arguing for revolution. I'm not arguing for a rebellion. Not in that sense, not in a violent sense. Okay. I'm a, I'm a fucking pacifist. Everybody knows that about me. I'm just saying that like your narratives of history are way fucking off. And I do think that in America, you know, like Christianity and the story of Jesus got used again over and over again to quell things just as happened in ancient Rome. But that's just one man's theory. So I am going to leave things at that. Once again, I will open the forum. If you disagree, please Tell me why you disagree. Give me the case. I want to be wrong about these things. It'd be great if Jesus was this, you know, dynamite dude, uh, like the dude, you know, just hanging out. Like you're messing with my Zen thing, man. You know, like, <laughs> um, in fact, even, uh, you know, I mean, also with Jesus, I'm actually open to the idea and this speaks to the, this doesn't debunk what I recent, what I previously stated, what, you know, my theory at all, uh, that he didn't actually die on the cross. He ran off to to japan right i mean the japanese believe that jesus died in japan and that there are still descendants of jesus that live in japan and that he's buried there you can even go to his grave this isn't a joke so you know and and that's another thing that's another reason that i actually and, and i actually I, I like i believe that um more so than the idea of him getting you know being offed um in fact i i've been I have like, like eight chapters written of a book. That's all about the Japanese Jesus. Um, it's one of the reasons I like that. I even went for the doctorate of divinity was because I wanted to write this book about, about it and really like even get into this, this whole theory, um, you know, within it, but like proving that Jesus was still alive. I mean, he's like, okay, yeah, I got to get out of here, <laughs> you know, but again, he might've bought his own, uh, you know, ate his own dog food. So anyway, um, that, that's, that's a whole other thing. So I, all right, we're at an hour and a half. I really got to wrap this up. I'm going to leave this at that. Have fun with it. If you think I'm wrong, please don't leave as a patron. Love having all of you guys, gals and Z's around. Talk to me about it. Lay it out. Tell me you can, you, believe me, you can do this. Say, Stallion, 
I want to do a podcast with you and debunk this whole thing. Open floor. Go for it. Ask me. I mean, my schedule is insane. Okay. Uh, but I would love to do that with you. And if we can make it work, I'll make it work and do it openly in the discord channel. So everybody can see and hold me accountable. If you think I I'm, I'm just going to ignore you, I will not. All right. So there we go. <laughs> Let's leave it all at that. There's a lot to unpack. I mean, how can you like talk about property list civilizations and, um, you know, like Jesus being a Roman agent and all this, you know, how can you really get into all that in, even in an hour and a half? I mean, you can't, um, but it's fun to talk about. So anyway, I will leave it at that and I will see all of you woo, on the other side. Science, outer space, psychology, book and movie recommendations, fiction from the sovereign universe, Travels to points of mystery and the unexplained. And even spirituality? All of that can only mean one thing. The Sovereign Technica Newsletter. By me, Ellen Sovereign. Along with some stuff by that crazy man I call my husband, Dr. Brian Sovereign. It's the latest tool in your self-directed education. The education that really matters. If you want to cut through the crap of mainstream media ass clowns, sign up for the Sovereign Technica newsletter right now at sovereign.substack.com. That's S-O-V-R-Y-N.substack.com. The Sovereign Technica newsletter. Welcome to the future.